You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, J-Rod, Jim Rodriguez with you. On a Friday, it's a football Friday. we got a ton of college football to get into. Some great guests coming up as well. We'll start with uh, a pair from the Action Network, including our guy Gilles Gallant for the first time in a while, rejoining the show coming up next hour. So we'll get to all that um, and, and talk some futures here in, in college football and the NFL uh, as we move forward closer to the start of the NFL season. But, J-Rod, we got football games this weekend. we got college football tonight and Saturday. Let's hit some of these games that, that that intrigue us, and we'll kind of work our way back to the big ones because we've touched on them a little bit this week, Utah and Florida, Notre Dame, uh, Ohio State, Georgia, Oregon. But we have some games tonight. There's a couple that I, I find pretty intriguing tonight. But let's talk about tonight's slate. Uh, one that I think is interesting, you mentioned maybe the Big Ten is going to be fun this year. I, I like the Illinois side tonight against Indiana. It, it's basically a toss-up game. You know, this line has been around one. It's been around a half. Like, we're talking about a, a coin flip kind of game tonight between Illinois and Indiana. And I'm on the Illinois side. Uh, they already got a game under their belt. We saw them play last week. And I think they are more of a well-oiled machine heading into the game. I, you know, Indiana's got a bunch of transfers on defense. That might be... Might take them a little while. I I like the Illinois side in the Indiana Illinois Big Ten, and I think it's fun. We're getting these conference matchups to start the season. You know, we don't usually sometimes get that. You know, you, sometimes these teams roll in with like, let's play a cupcake, and then we get to the conference schedule in in October. I like this, like Big Ten versus Big Ten to start the season. That's fun. Not here in J Rod. Here we'll, we'll make sure his, his mic's on. Not here in J Rod. As we as we progress with uh, USC and go. UCLA going over there to the Big Ten, hopefully others. You know, hopefully this will be the trend that we see more often. Like you know, for like University of Miami, they're playing Bethune Cookman. I can't even find that on the board right. anywhere. So right. it's good to see matchups. You know, Indiana became a football school for like a minute. And then they, they, I think they're back to being a basketball school a little bit. I, I'm with you. I like Illinois. You know. It, it, Pick'em games are always tough, so, so you got to see what if, if the money line is better, uh, what, what the over-unders are, BIP, right? With, with, with the new transfers, we've already seen what new coaches, new new schemes, in the short week zero and week one games that we've seen, we've seen the, the problems teams can have, and I think Illinois is is on the come there. So I like, I, I like the Illini tonight as well. Yeah, I mean, they have a lot of returning starters on the offensive line. They sure. already have a game under their belt, and – that defense last year in Indiana, they did not stop the run well, and now they have new players trying to fit into the scheme. I think this is a, a good spot for Illinois to take advantage of Indiana tonight. You know, th- they'll run down their throat. I mean, th- the total on the game is is around 45 and a half. That tells you we're talking about low scoring. Illinois rushes the football a lot. The clock moves. This feels like an Illinois spot tonight. I'm in on them. The other one tonight, J-Rod, that I think is interesting, late game. This is one of those, like, Friday night, college football, late games, a lot of points. I think Colorado is going to be one of the worst power five teams in, co- in college football. I think Colorado stinks. And TCU, new offense, air raid. I think they're going to throw the ball a lot, score a lot. They're laying, and, and I don't like to do this often. I don't like to lay almost two touchdowns on the road. 
but it's not quite 14 from where I, where I saw it this morning. TCU, I would lay the 13 and a half tonight against Colorado. I think this is a mismatch. I think TCU is a little bit underrated into the season. And I think Colorado is just dreadful. I mean, I, I, I talked about their under a few weeks ago. I think they could be a team that wins three or four games the whole year. And, and I don't think tonight's a, a great night for them. And I, I, I love this. I, I think TCU could go in there and just put a whooping on Colorado tonight. Yeah, and I, when whenever I'm ever in, in a in a flummoxed about uh, Friday morning, good word, flummoxed. Whenever I'm flummoxed about about a team, I almost like so. What's the over under? What's what's the total look like? And when you've got right. good versus bad in, in in this situation, you almost wonder can Colorado hold up their end of the bargain and score enough points to get to that total? So. I don't think so, because you're right. They, they're going to stink. They're, I don't think they're going to be as bad. as I think the real question is, who's going to be the worst team in the Pac-12, Arizona or Colorado? Because uh, I'm going to fade Arizona all year long, by the way. Um, and they're and they're de- they're only getting six against uh, San Diego State this weekend. So I'm big on the Aztecs as well. Um, so I think, yeah, I'm going to lay those those nearly two touchdowns, because I don't know if Colorado can get me enough points for the total. So, yeah, TCU all the way. Yeah, TCU, 13.5 point favorite at BetMGM. Total's high. Total's 58.5 tonight, but that's a good point. Does, does the Colorado you know, bring their end of the bargain to get that total where it needs to be? So, all right, so we have a, a favorite we like with TCU, uh, a pick game. I think Illinois is, is the right side against Indiana. How about Paul Aspen's Appalachian State team tomorrow afternoon, a noon kickoff, East Coast noon kickoff. App State, Paul, we're, we're, we have a favorite now. Yeah, that I just saw it this morning. It's flipped to App State minus one. I would not want to be a Tar Heel. I'll just say that. Like I would have terrible vibes going on. The 15 year anniversary of the Michigan upset. You know, I got it at plus three. We talked about it yesterday. They were still catching a point yesterday. I I mean I can't endorse playing them at minus one now, but you gotta I mean you gotta love all the steam moving towards App State going to that game tomorrow. So that'll be a fun one to watch in the afternoon. Um, and again, just like they've got a ton of talent on the O-line. North Carolina, the defense was kind of eh, last year. They're figuring some things out there. Actually, the defense was terrible last year. I don't know why I'm trying to sugarcoat it. Defense was terrible. Rookie or redshirt freshman uh, quarterback. So it's just a lot more continuity on the App State side. So again, though, I did mention this earlier this summer. Keep an eye out for this. If App State pulls the upset, they're going to College Station next week. You may get mm-hmm. a good number on Texas A&M. And, like, everyone's going to be in love with App State, upset darling, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know how much of value on the line you'll get, but at least take a look at it. Keep it in mind when it first comes out. Um, so, yeah, let's go. What is their what's their mascot? I just call them Appy the State. App Store. App State. The App Store. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't. I just don't know where any offense is going to come with from Carolina. I mean, obviously Sam Howell's no longer there. They 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 lost a lot of significant on offense. So I don't know where they're going to be able to do this uh, against App State. And it, you know, they go on the road to App State to do this. It's it's, it's a pick'em game. You know, the money line. It's 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 pretty. It's even money if you take Carolina on the money line minus one thirty minus one twenty five. It looks like to take App State. I'm, I might I might sprinkle a little on North Carolina just because of it's even money because you never know. But, I, I, again, I'm, I'm concerned about where that offense is going to come from. So, Paul, the, the mascot is Yosef or Yusuf. So it's mountain talk for yourself 
It's like, you know, like a slang for the way, the way you may hear it oh, in the mountain. Oh, like talking to yourself? Or Yeah, I guess. Well, it's, it looks like a mountain person, like someone might live in the mountains. So he's he's supposed to be, the origin of the name Yosef comes from a mountain talk for yourself. The idea being if you're a fan, friend, or alumnus and have a heart of black and gold, you are Yosef, whatever the heck that means. So- so if college football were a movie, this would be like the evil twin of the fighting Irish leprechaun that I'm looking yes, at right that, now. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah, he's got the like the so black beard. Like, yeah. Is, is Yontu uh, their cousin? You want to go over here? <laughs> Yontu? Yontu? <laughs> yes, that, that might be it. Yes. Uh, you know what? I I think with that mascot, we're on the right side of that game. All right. Got so we, to, we have the right? Appalachia State. Yeah. yeah, have to be. Appalachia State now a favorite as we we talk about it here on this Friday morning over over um, uh, UNC tomorrow afternoon at, at noon. J-Rod, what, what jumps out to you on the card? I mean, there's so many. Uh, we, you know, we talked through this week Oregon and Georgia. We talked through the Notre Dame game. As we sit here on this Friday morning, where, where are your eyes taking you when you look at the board for, for college football this week? Well, What's your favorite game? Since our good friend Erin isn't here this week, and she is the parlay queen, I was thinking about these ridiculous – totals i mean these ridiculous sides utah state plus 41 and a half against alabama utah plus 30 and a half against oklahoma rice plus 32 and a half against usc if you were inclined to parlay those three teams plus 595 so yeah. in honor of aaron i'm gonna lay down a little pizza and money there a uh, little pizza money there, and why not? I mean, I, 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 th- I think, you know, I'm in Los Angeles, and it is hot. It is like like face of the sun hot out here. So with USC playing an afternoon game, I don't know how much we're going to see the, the you know, the A squad, the frontliners, pass the first half, especially if they get out in space and, and beat up on Rice. So we may – that may allow Rice to get back into it. Again, it's, it's the same thing we always say. When does the coaches, you know, call off the dogs, so to speak, and, and and take their foot off the gas? I think these are all games, Alabama, Oklahoma, and USC, situations where they, they will get out to big leads, and that fourth quarter, kind of like Central Michigan did yesterday, is going gonna, is gonna to get back into the game, and all of a sudden, Boom! We've got we've got ourselves a nice cover there. So I, I I'm loving these big numbers, and yeah, I'm a, maybe I'm a sucker for it, but I'm going to take them all. Yeah, that's a fun one. Almost six to one on, on a parlay with, with some dogs covering those numbers. You know, so you mentioned big numbers. I, I've got a smaller number that's interesting, but it's moving. So I think we mentioned this earlier in the week. I didn't know if it would happen. BetMGM right now, as we speak, and you know, hop on the BetMGM app. There's look, there's so many new. I mean, we have a new app, um, and it's it's better. Like I, as, as someone who obviously every day we're on the BetMGM app for our show. We're presented by BetMGM. I got to say, the way they've updated the site and the app, it is better. And now they have the cash-out feature, live betting, the daily Lions boost, and they offer so many markets. But the one thing I that intrigued me this morning as I was on the app, J-Rod, was they're giving us three in Florida and Utah. I didn't I didn't know what happened. That game has been hovering around two and a half all week with Florida as the home yeah. dog, getting two and a half. We're getting the, we're getting the full field goal now. I feel like I need, I might need to be on Florida in lightning bets. I mean, I'm getting a field goal in the swamp. Utah was not good on the road last year. Have to travel across the country to an SEC team. Dynamic quarterback. We're getting three. We're getting a full field goal in this game. I, I am very intrigued by the Florida side. See, I'm getting an earful because 
I'm my wife's side of the family. They're Gators. They're all Gators. You know, we live in we live in Miami, and they're all Gainesville folks. You know, with a little Kentucky sprinkled in there. And I, now that it's three, I'm just you know, when's the last time Florida lost a home opener? And now it's it seems like you know a generation ago. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be hot. But it's not going to be that hot. It's a night game because um, I thought maybe if it was an early afternoon game, maybe that might affect some things. Um, Utah needs this badly. Utah needs this game more than Florida does. Shoot, we you know we've had a, we had a guess this week that thought that things Utah could be that fourth team in the playoff, but they can't get there if they lose this game. But three points, Florida, your guy Anthony Richardson, Cameron Rising. I think we're the one thing I think we will see is points. Lots and lots and lots of points. So that I'm uh, I'm in, but I'm now I'm hesitant with 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 take you know with Utah giving three. That's smells like it's starting to smell like a push. Yeah, it might. I, I could see I could see Utah winning this game thirty to twenty seven, something like that, right? You know, a very close game. They win it by a field goal late. They hold on late. They make a stop late, and they win it. But I I am surprised we're getting the full three points. And you're I yeah. think you're right about the points. I think we get points in this game. 51 and a half feels kind of light. I mean, you have a, a veteran quarterback yeah. in Cam Rising, good offense. Whittingham always has a, a solid offense, a good team. And you get an explosive quarterback on the other side. 51 and a half feels very light in this game. And Utah's defense, excuse me, Florida's defense, not very good last year. Yeah. the And the only thing about Utah, they're sort of wart. Their Picadillos that they don't win on the road. Like like all their losses last year were on the road, and they lost their bowl game, which was on the road. So can that team travel? And that's what they haven't shown us yet. And that's why, again, this game is so huge for them, for the conference and, and their future going forward. It is. All right, so we have the two high-profile, the biggest games, right? The biggest games tomorrow, Oregon, Georgia, and then we got the night game with Ohio State and Notre Dame. If you, if you had to take a side in one of the games, J-Rod, which, one, which, side, which game do you like better? So we have Oregon getting 17 and a half. Notre Dame getting 17. If you had to pick a side cover or, or whatever on either game, which which one you like better? I, I I am more apt to take the Ducks. I'm more apt to go with Oregon getting the 17. I, th- I think Ohio State, Notre Dame, that's going to go as expected. I think Ohio State is 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 head and shoulders above Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame is 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 sort of rebuilding a little bit with their new coach. I think it's going to be interesting to see what that new defense for Georgia, losing all that talent. Dan Lanning, who is now the coach at Oregon, was the defensive coordinator at Georgia. So he knows those he knows that offense because he's practiced yeah. against it for years and years. So I think he knows how to get to it. 17, 17 and a half. I like Oregon in that game to cover. I would yeah, I'd rather if you ask me which team's more likely to cover, I'm with you. It's Oregon defensive team, both defensive teams, right? It was Dan Landing's gonna make Oregon defensive team and Georgia. I mean, Georgia, you go back to last year, they didn't really light it up offensively a lot of the year. That their defense held everybody down, and then maybe they scored their 30 or whatever, and they won 30 to 10. But their their team was built on defense, lost a lot of defenders. What about the total? Uh, the total seems a little high to me. 54, 55 some places, 54 yeah. and a half. I, I mean, we talk about this defense. I mean, I think Oregon can score points against that defense. I don't know if they can go that that much, but 54 and a half seems seems a bit high. Yeah, in my head I have like 31-17. So you're under you're pretty well under that number. 31-17, maybe an Oregon cover, even if it's 34-17, you're still under. I mean, you're still under the number. 
right around the cover. I'm with you on that. Probably a lower scoring game than the total says. Joe G, J-Rod, Jim Rodriguez with you on a Friday. It is a football Friday. We'll go off the board next right here on the Becky Wall Network. (laughs) 